Hey guys, thank you for tuning into the third episode of my podcast, Unscripted. I hope that you've all been well. Um, today's topic is a bit heavy, as you can tell from the title, but before I dive into that, I just wanted to share uh, what happened last night. So I mentioned that um, I would be kind of opening up to my family and apologizing to them for, I guess, my absence um, mentally and just, you know, my involvement in the family has sort of um, digressed, if that's even a word, um, over the years. And I just felt the Lord kind of convicting me to come back. And um, yeah, I was sharing in the previous episode the whole idea about... Um, attitude and how much I guess over the years I've sort of shut myself off from family and it really ties in with today's topic on betrayal Um, and I guess a lot of times we go through hurts in life and the thing that we don't do um, often is that we don't actually confront it I think a lot of times we just suppress you know, our disappointments in life and um, we just make assumptions. Remember, I was talking about the attitude, ASS, and I think, um, yeah, even the word ASS, um, an assumption and assume, we kind of just make all these scenarios in our head. <laughs> what a time for <laughs> the water. But um, yeah, we make all these assumptions in our head and we just, um, you know, build on these stories and scenarios. And a lot of times I feel like our hurts in our lives are because of all these assumptions, because we don't actually, you know, take the time to address things. Yeah, so today I really just wanted to address those issues and kind of bring to light what I've been, um, you know, just walking on this journey of Jesus and what I've discovered along the way. I really hope that you would be open to listen because I think, like I said, we kind of, I feel like a lot of us has gone through life um numb and like bleeding and you know it's come to a point where we don't want to deal with our issues and we just run (laughs) i think like even this whole um series like what the lord has been building upon my heart it's such a progression it actually amazes me and i really hope that you would join me on that journey and kind of just discover things for yourself and you know the great thing about um, our God is that he is omnipresent, like he is everywhere and anywhere and you just need to call on his name, you just need to call on the name of Jesus and um, you can be sure that he is there with you. Obviously it takes time to learn to recognize his voice but I promise you that he's speaking to you um, in every moment. Um, you just need to turn your heart to him and actually uh, open yourself up to him. So yeah, I say this because I think you might think that all oh, like only certain people can hear from God, but that is such a lie. You know, He really desires to speak to every single one of us. We're all His children, and the only difference between myself and maybe other people is that I've recognized that and I've run to Him. That's the only difference. So if you feel like you're very far from God and you feel like you're so disqualified, I just want to reject and renounce that lie because you know you're in the perfect place to be in His presence. I love what it says um, in His Word that you know He is close to the broken in spirit, and yeah, I mean like if you're so broken. Trust me, that's the best place to be if you really want to draw um, close to God because He doesn't judge you for where you're at and He is not um, partial or impartial, one of the words where, but He's biased, you know, He's not biased. He has no favorites. Um, he loves every single one of us and the only difference 
uh, I guess the the only thing that is stopping us is really ourselves. And I really want to encourage you to even begin um, walking in that journey with Him. Even if you've been a believer for a long time or like you don't even know God or you feel so far from Him, you know, just trust and believe that it is His desire for you to draw close to Him. And there's so much life when you actually start walking with Him. And that's why I share today because I've really experienced that. And it's just crazy. Um, I guess the life of transformation that I've been on and continue to go on. And that's why I share because seriously if you met me before um in my bc days (laughs) so my before christ days i was actually very very dark and emo like you would think i guess right now you can't tell because i'm like super positive and like chirpy but trust me there were dark days in my life and like i mentioned in my first podcast i went through depression and so during that period i was always just very negative and very um self-absorbed in a way of like just focusing on my pain and I couldn't see things beyond that and I guess I know what it feels like to be so wrapped up in like a lot of hurt and I was at the time you know kind of trying to numb it with um, Korean dramas <laughs> um, yeah and I think a lot of times we we run to like different addictions just to help us to numb the pain so for me like fantasy and Korean dramas was my way of escape uh, yeah but it's been such a journey and I can say that you know, and um, now I like I've been totally delivered from um, Korean dramas, and like I have no inkling or desire to watch it. And I also want to encourage you on that note that like whatever you're struggling with, I think a lot of times people can shame you for you know the things that you struggle with. But I just want to say that in God's presence, there's nothing to be afraid of. Really, like he. <laughs> I can't stress this enough that, you know, when you feel so far from him, that is actually the place to be if you want to draw close to him. It's kind of like paradoxical and ironic, but really it is. Um, All you have to do is just turn and repent. And basically what repent means is just changing your direction. It's not nothing like super spiritual. Um, It's not uh, this thing where, oh, I have to change and be perfect in order to get into his presence. But rather, it's just turning your heart back to him, you know, like a father um, with arms stretched wide. You know, he's always there just waiting, waiting for you to return. And I guess like, Um, I'm saying this for anyone who feels far from God, who feels like they've fallen short, who feels like, you know, they've messed up so much that there's no way a God can forgive. There's no way that a God can love them, but you are absolutely wrong. (laughs) Um, There is one God. Yeah, and his name is Jesus, and he comes in a trinity uh, with God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I love, I love the story of redemption. And I guess it really ties in with the story of betrayal, actually, because, um, you know, without betrayal, there's no need for <laughs> redemption, if you think about it. Uh, yeah, so I really just wanted to share, I guess, the journey that I've been on, um, this whole idea about betrayal and yeah it's very apparent in our society and yeah there's this saying that you know 
or I'm kind of like rephrasing it, but like humanity has like way more issues than Vogue. <laughs> um, and it's so true, you know, we all struggle with things. And even today I was listening to this series uh, called The Inner Circle from Transformation Church. And it's just such a good reminder um, for where the church stands. I just want to say, you know, I think a lot of times people on the outside or even people in church, they've been so hurt by other people that we kind of, you know, want to walk away from God and feel like, oh, if these people who are representing God, then I want no part in it. But I just want to encourage you and say that, you know, we're all family and we all make mistakes. I think the biggest disservice you can do to yourself is trying to... um, remove yourself from knowing god himself just because of people who have stuffed up you know like for example you know there could be this really really amazing person but maybe you're not able to get to them or your impression of them is through um the people that they hang around with okay this is probably a really bad analogy but i love how you know jesus hangs around the broken people And I guess it makes sense. Like, you know, he hangs around the broken people and sometimes we think that the broken people represent him when that's not the case. Um, We are part of, you know, his circle. And yet we are all on that journey of um, being transformed and changed. And I just want to say, like, don't discount or don't, um, I guess, shrink back from uh having an actual relationship with jesus just because of the people who have misrepresented him yeah i feel very strongly about that and so even when i talk about betrayal um i guess two things come to mind and i want to be really honest and i also want to say that because we're all on this journey together uh, i will stress that you know what i share is not to um put anyone down because I have been on that journey of, I guess, learning to love. And I think the real question when it comes to betrayal and, you know, why we justify the way we are um, because of what has happened, I think the real question is, do you love yourself? That's something that, like, God has kind of been posing. Well, sort of, like, highlighted to me, even um, as I listened to the sermon this morning about the world's inner circle. The question is, do you love yourself? And I think a lot of times we don't actually love ourselves or we don't know how to love ourselves. And so we end up, when we get hurt, um, we use that to validate, you know, and justify why we act Um, a certain way and we also a big thing is we victimize ourselves and I guess for me I have victimized myself for a long long time and I guess um, coming out of it you know I just want to say that it is so possible and life is really um, accessible I think a lot of times we think that oh because I've been in this cycle of kind of brokenness there's no way out but I just want to say that there is a way and his name is Jesus and I really just wanted to share that and so I guess I wanted to start um, to share a little bit about my childhood and I won't really go into details I just want to share what's kind of like key um, to get my point across but as a little girl oh by the way as you can tell now I'm like just uh, trudging through like the water noises and so I hope that you would also like 
try to um, block it out as well. But as a little girl, um, I used to have this reoccurring nightmare that I would return home and that the home would be empty. And this nightmare would kind of um, plague me every now and then. And um, even, you know, as a little girl, I struggled with staying outside of home at night because I was just so afraid that I wouldn't be able to return home. And I guess, like, I learned... um, But what I didn't realize was that um, I had the fear of rejection Um, and that was, oh, and the fear of abandonment as well. And that was something that really um, latched onto my identity. And as a result, I think when my, um, in particular, when I felt like my mom wasn't present um, in that, you know, like I said earlier at the start, a lot of times our hurts come from assumptions and most, uh, actually quite a a big, um, part of uh, why we get hurt is when people don't do things when we assume that they would or you know um, yeah that's that whole assumption and things not kind of going the way you thought it would so I guess growing up um, I thought my mom would like mother me in a certain way and like nurture me in a certain way and I guess this plays into like um, watching movies and you see you know how what family is supposed to look like uh, yeah, and so I, I made all these assumptions in my head and I guess that fear of um, rejection and abandonment was an issue that kept coming up, but I didn't recognize it at the time. So what happened was I began to um, reject myself and I didn't know how to love myself. And so that's when betrayal comes in because I feel like, oh, you didn't love me enough. You didn't love me in this way. And I feel um, as well that I guess when I was younger, I didn't know how to express my heart. And I think a lot of time as well, we don't know how to express um, our disappointments. And so we just keep things to ourselves. So, you know, we might end up gossiping about people behind their back because of the hurt that we weren't able to address. And so I've been on that journey of just um, going through healing and yeah, I mentioned that I was in very dark days and it was really because I came to an end of myself where I was like, you know, Jesus, if you're real, then show yourself to me. If you're real, then heal me because I cannot deal with this pain. And what I mean by that is, I, I guess if you know what it's like, to, <laughs> if you're actually really real about the pain and stuff, like sometimes it's like a physical hurt where your heart just aches. And um, sometimes it's like sleepless nights. Sometimes it's you crying yourself to sleep. And I went through all of that. And it was coming to a point where I was like, you know, this isn't life. This isn't living. If anything, it's just hell. And so I I just came to this resolution that, you know, I want to be not living this way anymore. And that's when I invited Jesus into my life. And um, yeah, I just want to say right off the bat that like, even though you accept Jesus into your life, it doesn't mean that all your problems go away. Uh, if anything, it really compels you to um, be mature, like grow up in him. And I guess a lot of um, Christians are stuck in that place of needing to grow up, but they don't want to grow up. And actually a really good sermon that touched on this um, is by Mike Todd. And um, it's his sermon called Toys R Us. You should go and check it out. And he talks about um, what it means to be like an immature Christian and what it means to be a maturing 
um, progressing Christian, which is the place that I desire for myself and all of us to be uh, in that place of transformation and progression. So I had to go through that whole process of healing and it wasn't easy. But yet, you know, so much fruit has come out of it and I just have this desire and passion to share. Uh, Yeah, that, you know, really... Uh, when it says in his word that I am the way, and this is Jesus saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life, you can actually experience the abundant life in him if you actually would turn your heart to him. And so I've been on that journey of um, just healing and reconciliation, and it's been such a beautiful journey, obviously very confronting. And I think a lot of times um, we just don't want to deal with it. You know, we kind of sit back and be like, Dude, this is way too many issues. I I don't have the time. I don't have the energy and the strength. But I just want to say that, you know, it's such a lie that, you know, God actually graces us with the ability to um, face our challenges, to face, you know, our trauma. And it's really his desire for us to be overcomers. And yeah, the, the thing that is actually stopping us is ourselves. And one of the verses that kind of has really um, spoken to me in the most this most recent season before i actually delve into it is um the book of ecclesiastes um and it talks about seasons and it says um there is a time for you know um being joyful i'm not actually quoting (laughs) the scripture but this is kind of like the the general consensus of it where there's a time for everything and so even there's a time for grieving there's a time for death and I think um, something that God has been impressing upon my heart to really hone in and kind of, you know, call out is that a lot of us, uh, you know, the time for grieving, the time of being in bitterness and anger is over. And yeah, I think that is something some of us don't want to let go of and we want to continue to victimize ourselves and stay in that place. But as someone who wants to speak truth um, in love and grace, I just want to say, like, you know, that time is over. You need to get up. And, yeah, and I found myself um, in that place, in that place of, like, grief and depression for a long time. And it really, um, like I said, took an end to myself to realize that, hey, you know, <laughs> I can't be living this way. This is not life. This is death. And so I just want to pose you guys that question of, um, you know, Will you get up? Will you get out of that time? Because God has already opened the door for you to walk out of that season. And um, you've been in there for too long. And two sermons actually come to mind. I've listened to them like in the past. So I don't remember fully, um, you know, what was like the scripture and um, that sort of thing. But um, yeah, the two titles are uh, The Prison of Offense and Get Off Your Mat. And so The Prison of Offense is by Stephen Furtick and Get Off the Mat is by Christine Kane. And I think a lot of times, um, I love what uh, Stephen says, and it's so true, that offense is an event, offended is a decision. And yeah, if you think about it, I think a lot of times like when we talk about betrayal, it like an event happens and people hurt us, life happens. But then we continue to stay offended because, you know, it's a decision we make. It's a decision we try to justify ourselves. And I guess like the thing that kind of challenges and provokes um, 
is yeah do you really love yourself do you know what it means to love yourself and because if you do then you wouldn't want to stay in that place of being offended you know uh yeah and then in christine kane's sermon she was talking about um this um man who was an invalid and he was sitting beside this pool which apparently was a healing pool and you know surrounding the pool all kinds of other people um there were like broken people people who had issues and they all just sat by this pool and um if i recall correctly every um year the pool like an angel would um come to the pool and like stir this water and then people would rush into the pool and the first person in would be healed and so the story goes that jesus actually uh, rocks up to this place and he asks the man do you want to be healed and instead of saying yes like uh what you know anyone who's been suffering for i believe it was like 38 years it was some like crazy um you know extensive period of time that this man was suffering um and instead of saying yes uh the man went on to say you know i haven't been able to go into the pool because of blah 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 blah, blah. and so it was such an interesting point that christine um drew up that i think a lot of times you know god reaches out and he poses the question do you want to be healed and instead of saying yes we kind of just bring all our issues and we kind of bring up the hurt and we say like you know so and so has done this to me so and so has done that and so yeah it's just it's very interesting um and yeah i think today i really just want to pose that question of do you want to be healed because like i said you know the thing about betrayal is um you know life happens like people hurt one another because of hurts and you know i think a lot of people are not walking in their full purpose and calling because they are so wounded and i know for myself like i know for a fact that if i didn't actually um decide to face my fears and face you know the hurts and the pains i wouldn't be where i am today because i would be so distracted and if anything i feel like i would have been someone who would be trying to prove myself and even tying with this whole idea of running um yeah i think a lot of times we we try to prove ourselves because of you know all the betrayal and hurt that we've been through in the past and we try to cover up by saying you know i am this i am successful you know i'm pretty i am you know i'm able and all these things when actually um deep down we've just experienced a lot of pain and hurt and i know like all of this is really confronting um yeah but i just wanted to you know bring it to the surface because yeah i feel like time is up <laughs> you know like i i guess um even in the sermon about getting off the mat you know christine was trying to drive the point that you know i think a lot of times we want to sit <laughs> in our pain and sit with our posse and by that i mean the people who are also hurting and we just want to be all sitting down and you know gossiping and um just lamenting about you know how life has treated us and stuff but you know if someone really loves you they would want to pick you up and pull you out of that you know self pity party and i i want to be that person to actually challenge you today and be like look you've been over there you've been sitting on the floor for way too long you need to get up and i'm sorry the truth hurts <laughs> it's not always pretty but like you really need to get up because there's so much more that is awaiting you 
And if you just keep sitting there, you're just going to keep rotting. Yeah, so... um, Yeah, and I've just been on that journey. I mean, like, it's definitely taken time. And I I would say that even in that process of um, being, you know, going through healing and stuff, I wasn't the nicest person to my mom. And obviously all of that played out because of my hurt and because of um, me being, like, you know, remaining in that place of being offended. And so I just want to say as well that um, there is grace in that um but it's also i guess a reminder that hey you know you need to check your attitude you can't be treating people um you know and doing them wrong and hurting them as well just because you've been hurt before yeah and and, um kind of moving on into the next scenario yeah i i guess i've been really challenged in this season because um if you've been following my stories you know recently i edited a wedding my friend's wedding and my sister asked me why is it that you filmed it in january and you're only editing it now and i guess like it was a bit difficult to say at the time but it was because it was very difficult for me to um see my ex in the video so like you know how on video you capture people and yeah it was very difficult for me to see him and the reason why i can share today and obviously i won't go into all the details but um it's been such a journey for me and i know that uh wound has been like healed and i think something that i've heard a long time ago that has really stuck is um you know you can tell that you're fully healed if a wound doesn't sting anymore and so like for me that's a really good indicator um whenever i you know get irked by something or if the littlest of things um like annoys me or you know just rubs me the wrong way i know that that's actually an indication of my heart posture and so like even um in the example like with my mom like i know that even growing up there would be like little things that she would do where i would take offense and i knew that you know my wound hadn't been healed and so it's been such a journey and so for me like even editing the wedding was um a process and yeah i I really love um my friend and to me, it was like such an honor to be able to film her wedding, but it was so challenging. Um, yeah, because actually, um, I had to go through the breakup. And at the time, I really hated God <laughs> for that, like in all honesty, because I didn't understand why. Um, and I guess I'll show more into detail, like how that unfolded in another episode. But it was very difficult because I was in that process of trying to uh, move back to Singapore and it was just too many things happening at once. And I guess like I had to honor my word and she was, you know, a really close friend, but it was very difficult. And it was actually um, months down the track when I found out that, you know, um, yeah, like the one that I really loved uh, did something that really hurt me and um, it was painful. Like I actually saw it coming and. Uh, something that Mike Todd said in his um, inner circle sermon. It's called the roller coaster of godly relationships, and he was saying like you know in, in relationships, um, you go through roller coaster rides, and um, yeah. So he was saying that actually, when you um, expect like someone to throw you a punch, the impact is not as severe as when you don't see it coming. So in this regard, I actually saw what was coming. And to me, like, 
at the time, I was like, no way this is going to happen. But somehow, I just, you know, prepared myself. And it was like really a nightmare <laughs> unfolding before my eyes. But I'm so thankful that even in all of that, the Lord protected me. And so, yeah, when the, the truth came to light, um, I was crushed. And I actually didn't even find out about it through um, him, but through someone else. And I guess that was the biggest... Um, stab in the back in a sense uh, and I didn't actually get closure and so like why I share today as well is I feel like sometimes you don't get closure on things you don't get closure on um, betrayal and sometimes you even have to live with the people who actually betrayed you and um, it's been such a journey like honestly but I really thank God um, for I guess what he's done in my life the history that I've built um with him and honestly I wouldn't have been able to um deal with the pain if it weren't for my experiences in the past um with my mom and that's kind of why I sort of put it out there beforehand because like genuinely speaking like if it weren't for Jesus I would be a totally totally different person I think if anything, I can understand why people jump from one relationship to the next. I can understand why people um, hurt one another. You know, they do things out of their pain. And so actually for me, it's kind of like taking, like with this whole situation, it's been me taking a step back and seeing that, hey, you know, I recognize that you are hurting. And I recognize that I don't think it was your intention to do what you did. And not that I am condoning it, but I, I understand. And so um, it's been a journey. I mean, like it was difficult for me not only to see him in the video and edit the video, but also to see um, him on social media. And I mean, like I actually had to unfollow him and um, th the people involved and um, because it was just like too much for me. But you know, I would kind of, he would come into like view um, every now and then through like other people posting. And that for me actually was an indicator. I remember how I was talking about like your wounds and if it stings. And um, during this period of time, like it stung each time. <laughs> and I knew that, hey, that's just an indicator that you haven't, you know, you're, you're still in that process of healing. And so it's been really interesting. And each time, I guess the practical tip I would say um, is each time the, you know, the sting comes up, the turning of your stomach, you know, the tightening of your throat comes um, in, you know, the best thing that you can do is run, run to <laughs> the Lord. And what I mean by that is to really lay it down before him, you know, each time. Um, I would get all these, you know, physical kind of like tinglings and, you know, the discomfort of, you know, um, being reminded of what happened, I would have to, instead of like, you know, cussing him and, you know, saying like, you know, wishing the worst for the people um, who hurt me, I had to actually like release forgiveness. And it's so countercultural. Like, my dear, um, I'm just going to say right off the bat that like, whatever I say is going to be very countercultural. And um, but I do believe that what I say is truth and it's the truth that will set you free. And so it does say in his word, um, 
in the bible you know we are called to forgive we are called to love our enemies and to you know release forgiveness because like what good is it if like people treat you well and you treat them well but if you actually are able to release you know the people who have hurt you then this is a lot about you and i guess it shows how much you've understand that um god has forgiven you and you understand grace and love and you are walking in that and yeah it's such a like a badass um approach to things i've actually been thinking about it because like during that period where i was wrestling with this whole like betrayal thing uh the the thing that I was really reminded of is like Jesus and I guess like some of his disciples and they're just so badass and I love it. And um yeah, and what I mean by that is um you know, I think the thing that blows my mind is Jesus knew that um Judas Iscariot would betray him and yet and yet uh he accepted him into his Sako and um had him on board as one of the twelve disciples. I mean, like if you knew that someone was gonna stab you in the back, I think majority of us would be like, "Bye, Felicia, you ain't coming <laughs> anywhere near me." Um, but Jesus knew, and yet, um, he had Judas, um, as part of the circle. And what I love about um him as well is, you know, when he was being crucified on the cross. Instead of saying like "screw y'all," like "go to hell," <laughs> which a uh, majority of us would say, um, you know, the prayer that he said, which is really the prayer of my heart, and I hope it would be the prayer of yours as well. It's, um, you know, Father, forgive them, for they know not. And uh, that's just a prayer that wrecks my heart because it's like, how, um, how is it that you can? I'm sorry for being emotional, but like, how is it that you can forgive and love someone who um has like outright hurt you? How? And another um character that comes to mind, sorry, is Stephen. And so Stephen was also one of um Jesus's disciples, and as he was being stoned, um he said the same prayer. You know, Father, forgive them, for they know not. And to me, that really wrecked me, cause I was like, "No way, no way in this world is there a love like that that um is able to forgive despite the pain." And I knew that is a supernatural love, and it's a love that only comes from God. And yeah, it's just so uh, <laughs> badass, um, and it's really a love that really you know just grabs my heart and so um yeah i oh man it's just a love that really wrecks me and it's a love that i want to be walking out of because as i mentioned earlier you know i've been in so much darkness in the past that i know what it's like to be in hell and um it's really my desire to not be in that place and i feel like offense is um one of the prisons that people live in bitterness and resentment are one of the prisons that people live in um that is really just the reality of hell um on earth and you know my desire is that you wouldn't stay in that place anymore uh yeah and i kind of just feel like that's what i wanted to touch on today 
and I know I kind of just opened <laughs> Pandora's box in a sense, um, but you know, I believe that light is coming to those areas of darkness, which I guess we've had fear of facing. Um, and I'm not, you know, I'm like I said, I'm not condoning the trauma that we've been through because there are some things in this world that is just really so uncalled for and it's um it's painful. But, you know, I, I'm just encouraging you guys, um, beloved, you know, what does it mean to be love? And I think even to um the people who have hurt others myself included i think a lot of times we're so fixated and focused on um crucifying the people that have hurt us when in some sense we are ignorant to the people that we've actually crucified as well and so i, I want to say that you know there's like no exclusion we've all hurt one another and i love even um the picture of jesus and um there was this um adulteress and she was about to be stoned by people. And I love what Jesus did in that moment. He got down on the ground and he drew circles and he said, you know, if any of you have sinned, have not sinned before, cast the first stone. And so people with, you know, the stones in their hands, they kind of just put it down and they all walked away. And I love that picture of how, you know, Jesus defended um, the adulteress and yet he did not condone her. He, um, when the crowd had left, he turned to her and said, you know, look, who are these um, people who, you know, want to stone you? Um, there's none. And now, um, you know, he ended off saying like, sin no more. Um, that she's forgiven and so um, yeah why raise you know what I've said is because I think a lot of times we like I said you know we crucify people for the things that they've done and you know we're not any better and I think the more you lament on what has happened and the betrayal and stuff the more you you just harden yourself up to what god wants to do and i love 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 um the story of redemption that's why i keep you know hopping on it i love how god is able to take you know the least in the kingdom and really you know do a miracle and walk in that life and kind of like the example that i've written about in my blog is I love the example of Paul. And so Paul, who is like one of the um, greatest apostles, uh, he was actually called Saul and he used to persecute the Christians. So before, in his BC days, <laughs> before Christ days, he would um, be persecuting the Christians and he would, you know, be stoning them. And yeah, like a lot of Christians were martyred in the process. And yet... Um, God, in his mercy and grace, encountered him on the road to Tarsus. And that really um, was the beginning of his life being transformed. And Paul is actually um, the writer, I believe, of two-thirds of the New Testament. So a lot of the things that um, is taught in churches today is because of um, his writings, like the inspiration from the Holy Spirit through Paul. And so it's just this beautiful picture of redemption. And I guess like coming back to my whole story, um, yeah, I, I think even that process of letting go and releasing forgiveness, you know, God was reminding me that, hey, you never know how um, he can work in someone. And 
you know, it's not for us to judge um, where a person's at, but the call that um, God has really given to each one of us at the end of the day is the call of reconciliation and the call of um, forgiveness and learning to love. And so, um, yeah, like the last couple of months have just been reminded of that. And uh, you, you never know. You never know how God can, in a moment, encounter someone, change their life. And so, like, if we actually, you know, crucify the people who hurt us, then, like, what makes us any different from them, honestly speaking? And, yeah, so I love, I love how, you know, there's no um, judgment, and there's no condemnation in the Lord. And I love that he works all things um, together for the good um, of those who love him who are called according to his purpose, Romans 8, 28, I believe. Yeah, I, I feel like why I flipped the switch on betrayal is because I think culture is so focused on the negativity, and yet there's so much beauty that can come out of pain. And that's something that I've been learning um, as I walk with Jesus, and it just makes me so hopeful. And I, I really hope to... Um, yeah, just spark that hope in any of you listening today that, you know, beauty can come out from even the darkest of situations. And the the caveat or like the thing, you know, that what we really need is Jesus at the end of the day. And yeah, I really just uh, wanted to end off today and actually, I guess doing things a little bit different. I just wanted to say a quick prayer for anyone listening anyone who is hurting um yeah i just want to say a prayer for you guys father god i just thank you for those who have tuned in i thank you that um a lot has been said but i pray that it would be sown into good soil of their hearts lord you know that um the ones who are hurting and you know it's not my job <laughs> to be healing but it is yours i thank you jesus that you came to save you came to redeem you came to draw the broken um close to you and lord i just pray right now that you would soften hearts that hearts would turn back to you i thank you that there's no condemnation there's no shame to even those who have hurt others but i thank you that we are all a family and there's so much joy um that awaits in reconciliation so i just pray right now that people would begin to invite you on that journey and i just pray for those even who feel like they've um, gone so far away and that there's no point of return i just want to renounce that in jesus name but instead i pray that your love would flood them so much that they would be so overwhelmed by your love that um, nothing can ever compare and that they would actually walk in the reality of who you are. And, you know, whatever I've said, may it be a seed, Holy Spirit, that you begin to even grow in the heart. And I thank you that you turn graves into um, gardens. And, yeah, I just want to proclaim that and declare that over each of our lives, that our graveyards will um, be transformed into beautiful gardens that bring so much fruit and so much life. And I just thank you for that. So I just want to release your people right now. And I just thank you for every single heart. I just pray that you would soften it and uh, yeah, just walk in us. That miracle and that flourishing. Um, yeah, I thank you, Jesus. In your name I pray, amen. Yeah, so we've come to the end of today's episode. I know it was so intense. Um, 
But I really pray that, you know, you would begin that journey with him. And even if you've kind of dropped off, uh, just know that you can always hop back on. You know, there's no, there's really no shame. And yeah, I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.